0: Patient.
1: you hear that that's your notification for a new episode of the love fix with your host uncle miggy and hot mama
2: the brother sister duo that covers sex dating and all things in between we're not your therapists
1: but after spilling the tea from your latest date we'll leave you feeling validated
2: so find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing
1: hey hey it's your girl hot mama we're back for another episode what is it like number four now yep yeah so episode this is four. episode four of the love fix we got me your girl hot mama and my big brody over there go ahead introduce yourself
2: uncle miggy oh. i i'm not used to you calling me brody you've never called me that before ah! <laughs> <laughs> My big
1: Brody, it just felt right. I don't know. I remember, you know, I, I I've heard, it, I've heard it. I remember V saying it a lot, like calling Abe and stuff, like Brody or whatever. You yes. yes,
2: whatever. What it it felt it right. Me.
1: I'm never doing it again.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> just be natural, sister. <laughs>
1: oh <my> God. <laughs> you know, actually, today I am rocking my most uh, natural, authentic self. So. Here okay. I am showing up.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this weekend I did show out actually, and I put on like fake lashes and everything. It felt really uncomfortable, but also kind of sexy.
2: <laughs> I saw pictures and I was like, dang, look at my sister looking all hot, yeah. like with that red dress, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: looking all sexy.
1: Yeah. I just had to remind people that I'm not just a stay at home mom, you know, like there's more to it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. That was definitely a lot of fun for sure. I had an amazing weekend. It was um, I'm still kind of tired from it. I'm just barely re- re- recovering.
2: Okay. What about you? I had a good weekend. Uh I, I uh, skipped over to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I got some sun and it was a really nice reset because there's like so much going on right now. Like we're moving and uh, I'm, I'm kicking off a lot of new things. And so it was good to just get that refresh and then some, some sun too.
1: Yes. I am so grateful for your move and this um better Wi-Fi. I know
2: <laughs> moving
1: like, forward, nothing less. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I came to the new place uh, to record today's episode uh, because I was like, okay, I need some Good fucking Wi-Fi. And I think that will be good now.
1: Yeah, it's and, it's sounding great.
2: And then you see my, my tan that I got this weekend too.
1: I'm a little jealous. I'm not even going to lie. I was looking at my skin when I was wearing my red dress. And I was like, mm-hmm. I need my summer glow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. It's close.
1: Yeah, for sure. We're definitely more blessed in California with this beautiful sun anyway. So mm-hmm. definitely.
2: Well, we have uh, Miss Felicia back today. Um, she it's been a couple weeks, it's been some time,
1: yeah. It has. I have been really looking forward to her. I don't want to say that I have a favorite, but I have a favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I need to know more about Miss Felicia. I'm telling you, like, I'm so grateful <laughs> to have her back here today. So, I can't, Me wait.
2: too. I mean, there's been so much that's been going on with Miss Felicia, and so her and I have had a chance to catch up here and there. And it's nice to see you in your face today. Thanks for joining us.
0: Nice to see you guys too. Thank you for having me
2: yeah how
1: How was your weekend?,
0: uh, what did I do this weekend? Oh, right. So I'm making it a point to be more social and meet people out in the real world. Cause I deleted all the apps and I'm like, I'm over the app world. So I went to this activity. I signed up for this social activity. Um, and I did this thing called foaling. What? What's that? Where it's football and bowling combined. So you throw a football <laughs> to hit bowling ball what? pins. <laughs> to hit pins (laughs) I am not a football person I don't watch football I don't play football so by the time the thing was over I was throwing the ball for like an hour my traps were hurting so I'm like that's one and done I will never do that again but yeah it seems like a very like bro thing to do but like a very bro thing yeah (laughs) it's not my thing but I met I met new people there weren't any like potential like people I would date but you know
1: sometimes you know it doesn't have to be always a dating situation and just uh, meeting friends you know exactly
0: so that was my intention was just to meet more people meet I want to make more friends more community so that was my intention
2: how'd you sign up for this did you like like, people might want to do the same way yeah
0: so basically there was this i found out about this like social gathering thing through a church um and then i signed up because it's not church stuff um and they have different categories so like i picked the sports outing like where it's every every week for four weeks and then they have like restaurant scenes and games and different other categories, but there's so many meetups these days. I also want to join like a hiking club or some type of league, maybe a bicycling league, so I can meet more people that way. I'm a very much of an activity type of person. And it's easier to make conversation that way, I think, too.
1: I agree with you. When you have a common interest, when you guys are there for a common purpose, it makes it easier to kind of start there and then expand on maybe other parts of your life. That uh, walking down the street and seeing somebody that you may be interested in is not so easy to do, right? When oh, you're walking down the street. I'm walking down the street. <laughs> like,
2: wait, sister. Yeah. Though, I mean, let me just wait one second because I've met people like that.
0: That's because you're. A host. I have too. When I was out, out of the country, I met someone. It's, I feel like I'm more open when I travel for whatever reason. Like when I was out of the country at my last day, oh, I think I said this before, but like I met him in front of the restaurant I was eating at and I just felt a vibe and we connected.
1: No, you didn't say how you um, had met actually.
2: Oh, okay. Wait, go ahead. Wait, I need to keep us on track. And what I want to say is that
1: um,
2: (laughs) we're going to get to Mr. Costa Rica.
1: Okay, okay. And...
2: Um, Miss Felicia was also talking about, uh, meeting people in like a space. That's not an app, which I really like. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, there was something that you said sister about having a common interest. And I think that that is something that we should like, just that's something right there. And the reason I say that is because, uh, Felicia, you, at first you said, it's not a church thing, but that's a big part of who you are. And so I'm thinking that that might be something that you want to explore a little bit. And and so that like, because when we're dating people, we want people, we want to have some kind of uh, common interest. And, and that might be a good place, like a, a singles group at a church that you could meet people and in a, a way that feels authentic to you where it's not an app. So just yeah. putting a pin in that.
0: Yeah, we'll put a pin in it. I'm going to join a community. That's a a whole other conversation because I'm very like, I love Jesus and I was very deep in the church years ago and I see the chaos and like craziness that can ensue when you're sucked into that hole. People become very judgmental and ignorant Mm -hmm. and this is the right way. Your way is wrong. And so I'm very um i want someone that loves you just and is open minded like mm-hmm. and spiritual and will be open sexually and to explore other things like psychedelics and other spiritual practices and won't judge me for fucking doing yoga like <laughs> you know like <laughs> like when you get so religious you get crazy so no, oh, definitely. I've that's kind of
1: for sure. Like, be careful when you do yoga. You know, like be careful <laughs> for what. Be careful that I might like actually stretch myself. Like, yeah, that's. Scary. And it's
0: interesting because this Sunday on at church, the 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 sermon was about like anxiety, and the pastor literally was talking about breathing techniques. And I'm like, yeah, this is yoga. Okay. This is okay. this is breathing meditation. Like, <laughs> yes maybe we should introduce yoga in churches but for whatever reason they think that yoga is some like non i don't even know what they think but yeah you're gonna say something uncle mickey what were you tell me
2: i i see how these episodes are gonna go with you two ladies <laughs> like i'm gonna have to like mute you or something <laughs>
0: oh okay well you keep us on track and because we were supposed to talk about like
2: <laughs> i'm mostly giving you crap at this point point. And, no, okay. and, and uh I think this
1: is a good thing what he's trying to say it's a good thing that there's you know chemistry and conversation flowing yes
2: <laughs> and and all i could do is think about felicia holding that microphone
0: <laughs> i'm doing my best i'm like so conscious of like okay I have it leaning against my chest so it doesn't move <laughs> and you all can hear me and my audio sounds really good. Maybe we can do ASMR.
2: It sounds really oh, good. good. <laughs> I and just, just remember until we good. figure out that. that <laughs> time time situation, just Hold on with two hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always use two hands
2: <laughs> oh gosh we're gonna take you there today and we're gonna take everybody else there on that ride because With we learned there, so much from I you let's get back to some of the things that we learned about you in the first episode where we introduced you to everybody and one of the things that you talked about was being in a situationship, ship and and so you were talking about Uh, Mr. P, who you introduced, and we don't really have to talk about him right now, but I really want you to unpack what a situationship is. What does that mean?
0: So for me, um, a situationship is when you are not in a committed relationship because there isn't an agreement, like I'm your girlfriend, you're my boyfriend, or we're partners, we're committed partners. However, we act like we're in a relationship we talk all the time we're having sex we have an emotional mental spiritual physical connection we go out we're best friends but they don't want they don't want a committed relationship so that's to me a situationship i've only been in the one situationship and that's it for me one and done no thank you um i'm grateful for it because i learned a lot about myself i learned i don't know if we want to get into this now but
2: (laughs) well we want to learn from you and i'm also when you're finished with this want to hear from hot mama what she thinks the situation is
0: okay so then i won't get into
1: you carry on because i kind of want to hear from your point of view though too you know (laughs) like
0: Okay, so basically in in retrospect, right, because hindsight is always 2020. When you're in the thick of the chaos, and like I feel it happened gradually. So he was calling me all the time, and I started catching feelings for him. Unbeknownst to me, he had a girlfriend or he was dating someone. Um, and then he said, I told him I have feelings for you, and he said, I have feelings for you too. And I'm dating someone. And I'm like, ugh, what? bomb, womp. And so, but we, you know, remained friends. And then eventually he ended up breaking up with his then-girlfriend. And then we just, things kind of happened. Um, and then I noticed that once he told me that he broke up with his girlfriend, his girlfriend was actually jealous of me because we talked on the phone a lot. Um. But then I realized now looking back, I was like, oh, it's like, let me like get myself in there. This is my opportunity. And I noticed that I was manipulating my way into like certain situations to get him alone with me. Or I noticed that I started shifting, doing activities that he was doing so that he can like me. So looking back there was a lot of dysfunctional behavior on my part so that he can like me back or fall in love with me um and now i realize that that's not love cuz love is not manipulation love is not control love is not possessiveness like i felt like i wanted him for myself like i wanted to like win him i wanted to conquer him like if you you know commit yourself to me. is like, yes, I won you over. And so, but like, that's a lot of, you know, trauma, you know, stemming from my childhood. Um, but I'm grateful that now I see that and it's not something that is healthy. Um, not something that I want and realizing through a lot of the work that I've been doing that when you truly love someone, you don't want anything from them. Like my dog, I love him so much. I just it gives me joy to take care of him. It gives me joy to feed him. It gives me joy to walk him. It gives me joy to see him happy, and I accept that he's not a cud- a cuddler because that was something for me too, like, I felt like I couldn't see when he was giving me now back to Mr. Pete when he was giving me affection because I wanted it in a specific way. And so I always like was nagging like, oh, but like, uh, uh, you don't do this or you don't do that versus just accepting the way he is. Um, And so I learned a lot about pure love through my dogs. I feel like we were all over the place, but hey. That's
2: I'd be all all over the place. So (laughs) yeah. And and we're here to just like guide the conversation a little bit. And so it's okay. We want you to, to share in whatever way feels authentic to you, Felicia. And then there'll be things that we have questions about. And I see a question on my sister's tongue.
1: No, I just really, really liked how you said that. Like love, what like how'd you say it? Like love doesn't expect anything out of you, or how'd you say?
2: When you love someone, you
0: don't want anything from them.
1: I really like Mm -hmm. that a lot because I think on like, uh, you know, my relationships or whatever. And I think like, Oh yeah, that is love. Right. Like when you don't want anything out of the other person and all you want them is just to be happy. Right. Like, and just see them happy and stuff. Like, I don't know. I think that's awesome.
0: I I know. I know you're a mom. Right. So it's like, you don't want anything from your kid. You just want to take care of them. You want them to be happy.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure. Like, I, I thought about my kids too while you were talking. And I also thought to myself, like, fuck, love is hard sometimes. Like, fuck, love takes a lot of work, right? It, like, but it's all worth it though, because it's not like I'm ever requiring anything from them, you know? Like, it's such a pure type of love where it's just like, no, like, it's okay. Like, do what you can.
2: <laughs> I'm I,
1: happy to be here. <laughs> no.
2: What I'm thinking about right now. Um, so now I'm going to bring the yogi in, right? Uh, the idea of non attachment. And how that connects to what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Non attachment to. I was education. so attached,
0: homie. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, child. I was so attached. I was attached to the fantasy of it. I was attached to him. I, there was all kinds of attachment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the attachment is what created the manipulation and the possessionness, the possessiveness and the control and like all of it.
2: Mm-hmm. What was it that allowed you to see that and to start letting it go?
0: I mean, I was aware that I was attached for a long time. It was causing me distress. It was like, I was thinking about it a lot and I just, it made me feel heavy and like wanting it so bad. Um, And also realizing like when I did reach out to him, it was still manipulation. Cause I wanted him to like, like appreciate or think whatever about me. And I'm like, okay, girl, you need to just stop communication. <laughs> I don't know if it was, I went to a sound bath, I went to a gong bath meditation. And I feel like ever since then, oh, the guy that did the sound bath, um, he mentioned that I'm holding on to the past and bringing it into the present. And like, that was the first thing that I thought of was I'm holding on to this situationship and like, not being present because I I'm thinking about it now and I'm also launching in the future like oh I want to be with him so it's like creating more chaos and so I don't know if it if it was just one particular thing but I think it was gradual because this has been a very long process for me um of letting go I also wrote him a letter and apologized and acknowledged That I was manipulative, controlling and possessive and acknowledged my behavior and I forgave myself and I forgave him. Uh, We were both, you know, had, you know, our issues and acting from a place of ego and trauma or whatever. And I burned it. This was like two days ago or maybe yesterday. And that was also very like, like, I feel like it's an onion, right? I think that a lot of the times we expect if I do this, I'm going to be healed, but this shit is a fucking process. Yeah. Like literally mm. it's been like two years of me trying to let this man go. <laughs> like, And now I finally feel like I'm good. And obviously I still think about him, but it's not, I'm not attached to it.
2: Mm. Um, I'm not ready to let him go because,
0: because he's he's fine well. (laughs) (laughs) well this is this is interesting because i remember like when i showed you the video you were like yeah you guys are it like you guys don't worry about it and i feel like I've heard that from so many other people, it's kind of frustrating, like, whatever. But now I'm like, you know, I don't really care what anyone says, like, it's done. And like, I don't know what the future holds. I'm open to whatever in the future. But right now,
1: that's what it holds. You're hella hot. You're bound to find somebody that's like, thank you. There's nobody that can be hotter than you for sure, though. So,
2: like, Aww. I'm
1: going to be able to compare a little bit. I mean, sure, but. That's Felicia, so sweet. Felicia watch
2: want- out because she wants you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, in my tracks here. No, <laughs> oh, wait. She's trying I to guess? build up
2: some trust right now. And then sooner or later, she's going to be like, we're coming to see you.
1: <laughs> maybe you to be on blast like that.
0: <laughs> I've been single for a very long time, not including the situation. but like the last committed relationship I was in. It was a long, long time ago.
1: Yeah, well, that's OK. Every love okay. has its
0: time.
2: Sorry, I, I cut you off, sister. What did you say? Nope,
1: that was it. That was it. I'm not sure. Did I didn't
2: hear first, I didn't hear you. Yeah, me neither.
1: Oh, I said that every love has its time. So it's good. You know, just doesn't matter how long it's been. You you there's something. There's someone, even if it's me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. When yeah. I was listening to the first episode, <laughs> it was so funny because we were talking about how it's a non-judgment zone free. It's a judgment free zone. Yeah. And then Miss Felicia said that she was monogamous and then hot mama was like, oh.
0: Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't judgment. That was disappointment. Okay. Can, okay. We, can you learn my different size already? <laughs> I don't know.
2: I'm I'm still learning you every episode.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. You know what's so funny is that I I heck I heard that like something in your voice too. I think when um I think when uh when uh what's her face Jessica said something about the kids and you're like but you don't want them to have kids I was like
2: I knew oh like the next day after that um episode Jessica um texted me some meme about that so I think it was something <laughs> I was I made her feel about bad about
0: next day and then I was like oh.
2: <laughs> like I needed like not uh be judged. so judgy.
1: No, what it is, is we'll learn with time, you know what I mean? Like to be able to express ourselves, but without having, um putting our own kind of like condemnation on it, you know, condemnation on it, or whatever you say, you know?
0: But so I feel f- like it's normal. It's natural for it's humans natural, yeah. to yeah. to judge because we're projecting like our own point of views onto people. And it's, for me, it's like, I got to catch myself because I'm very expressive and a lot of the times I just like say what is flowing through my head without filtering myself
2: yes you do so I,
0: so I have to be I have to be slower to speak yeah you know being on a podcast has actually taught me
1: that like uh going back to the no invite podcast that I was on a lot um it really showed me that I needed to slow down when I speak because I got, I go like a mile a minute up here. Like I'm always going, going, going. And I have all these thoughts and um, I definitely had to wrangle it in. So I think as our podcast here progresses, we're all just gonna, you know, just um, really smooth it all out. And we're gonna like know ourselves better and uh, know how to like, like represent ourselves too, right? Because that's what we're doing. We're representing ourselves with the way that we speak and how people hear us and stuff. And it'll be great in time. People will learn to love us.
2: Yes. After that first episode, when we listened to it and we let it like we release it, we we're like, oh shit, like we put this out here. We said these things. <laughs> and so here we are, episode four. Uh and still figuring it out.
1: Yeah. You know, in each episode it's gonna get better and better.
2: Yeah. So uh okay, so we were talking about situationships. Miss Felicia was sharing with us the situationship with Mr. P uh you did a practice yesterday that was really uh it sounds like it was really healing for you and so that is something that you know like if if somebody else is going through that one of our listeners and they just want to get it out I think that's a great practice that you did Felicia so thank you for sharing that uh so write a letter to somebody that you love or that like you hurt by and then you don't even have to give it to them just like get it on paper burn that shit
0: oh i want to say something real quick i was thinking about mailing him the letter oh shit or like emailing him the letter and then i was like why mm-hmm. because i want something from him i want a response from him and again that's more manipulation yeah so i had to check myself and be like bitch just write the letter he doesn't it's not it's this is for you yes and also write like you're connected to his spirit write his spirit a letter and burn it like so i have to be checking the manipulation game
1: i like how you also mentioned though too that it's like an onion like how you like peel away these layers because it does take time like some people might think that like oh you know i'm just getting over this relationship like let me um get under somebody new and that's what's going to cure me right like And no, sometimes it takes like um, years, you know, of healing yourself and that's okay. As long as you are progressing on that journey, you know, so for any listeners who are dealing with some um, tough times, as far as heartbreak or heart love, heartbreak goes or whatever, then just be easy with yourself, you know, peel away each layer and uh, take time. Take the time. Yeah.
0: And I, like, I wanted to distract myself. And so I went on hinge and I went on dates but like that didn't pan out because I was still thinking about him and it just going on a date with someone because I want to be distracted is never a good like move to do I mean yeah whatever you do you but like for me it just doesn't work because now I'm going to be in a way better space and be actually available to be open to meet someone new
2: you you did go on some dates though and I really want us to talk about those
0: okay let's (laughs)
2: <laughs> i mean tell us about it you you it sounds like you went fishing on him i went
0: fishing i did not eat any meals any fish meals <laughs> um <laughs> that could mean a
2: lot of things in this i know uh, that's
0: <laughs> so okay so i went on two dates with the same guy um i'm no longer speaking to this dude because i'm just wasn't that into him
1: wait a second this might be is this the old navy dude or yes oh.
0: so i really vibed with him like first we went to lunch and i felt nothing like i was very comfortable so nothing isn't a bad thing per se oh. i was just really comfortable i went in, in like a hoodie and like I was just like I don't really care which eh, on a date on a first day I was like eh. um yeah it just goes to show I just wasn't really that attracted to him physically
2: I mean but you were we, sending a message you were like I'm not gonna fucking do my makeup right now you like you have to accept me like this
0: well no I actually had makeup because I had oh. a shoot or I don't know. I was doing something or an audition or something. So I had makeup on, but I was wearing a hoodie and like leggings or something. So I wasn't like whatever, but it wasn't like a fancy lunch. So whatever. Um, We had a lot of deep conversations. We talked about God because, you know, I'm very deep. That's what is that what she said or he said? No, I think that's what she said. But anyway, so. We hit it off. It was a good I like time. Say
1: that too.
0: <laughs> we had a good time, and but I was looking at him. I'm like, I just, I just am not. Again, I wouldn't want to kiss
2: him or anything or or. We know what your bar is, and you <laughs> right. We
0: don't have to get into that. Okay, so no, moving on, I moving have, on to the I second to date, Mr. P.
1: What? Wait, what i haven't seen mr p i don't know what your standards are bro yeah oh, i was
2: gonna well. ask i was gonna ask Felicia to share that uh at least like his insta or something with you because i'm gonna have
0: it. to send you a screenshot honey yeah. oh child yeah. i'll send you a screenshot anyways let's back to date number two so okay so he had reached out he has he hadn't really texted me but long story short something happened to him he had an uh like a personal emergency and he was like I was like, let me know how I can be of service because I was also thinking like, I, I need to like get out of my own life and like serve more. And so I was like, yeah, I'm happy to be of service to you. And so we went out. um, I helped him. No, he needed to get underwear at Old Navy. And so we went to old Navy, then we went to like home goods and it was just so much fun. Like as soon as I got out of the car, there was music in this like outdoors mall. I started dancing, then he started dancing with me and I was like, Oh, this is so fun. And I was just completely hundred percent myself, which was nice and refreshing. Um, we went to home goods, good time at home goods. Then we went to dinner and it was really nice. He's, he's, you know romantic like my hands were cold so he warmed my hands with his hands and i'm like oh i'm talking about this i'm like he's a good guy um
2: and maybe i need to like give him more time can can i um say something sure so while you, while you reflect on this because uh you left me a mess a voice memo right after that the next day and, and you sounded so happy that you took a Second chance with him. And I was like, I it felt like you had a great date and that like that you could be yourself, like what you're explaining. You danced together, like in the parking lot. Uh, you got him his old navy underwear, whatever the fuck he he needed. And like it was just like a, a date of like having a good time. And so why are why are you like ruling him out as somebody that you can go on another date with?
0: Yeah, I mean, I told you this too, like. When I look at him or when I see a picture of him, it's like, I'm, I don't want to kiss him. So I was like, I, maybe I need to like, wait, like go on more dates to see if, cause I, for me, like the deeper, the emotional connection, the more I will get physically attracted to someone, sure. um, Allah love is blind. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I guess I should reach out to him. He didn't text me
2: for Valentine's Day. So, like, what the fuck? Wait, but uh, go ahead. Go ahead. uh.
1: Does he have, like, a messed up grill or something? Like, no, he doesn't. (laughs) What's wrong with his face? How come you can't, like, you don't, he doesn't have
0: a kissable face? Is No, I don't want to say he doesn't have a kissable face. I don't know. Maybe I'll see him differently now that I'm let go of, you know, did my own inner shit that i had to let go of with the other situation but also like he did not text me for valentine's day if he was so into me then why didn't i just why didn't i get at least a happy valentine's day text
2: you wait a minute (laughs) if we did oh my gosh i don't even know where to start with you girl i didn't
1: I didn't text a lot of people for happy Valentine's day. Not that I'm like, you know, fucking a lot of people, but there's definitely people I didn't fuck. I mean, people I didn't text. <laughs> <and> fuck.
2: <laughs> should have sent them a message, sister.
0: Should I have?
2: No, I don't think that, like, if you didn't feel it, you didn't feel it. But okay. what I'm thinking is that um, for anybody that's special that we love, for sure, send them a, a message on Valentine's day. Just to like, let them remind them that, that we love them. You know, and in the case of, with felicia like what i i don't think that you all are there yet so like i think that a a a text on valentine's day would be more than what you're like you're you're sending signals to him that you're not interested in relationships so he's gonna take your lead and then now that he's taking your lead you're like what the fuck he didn't send me a text
0: you know also what i what this is something about me that i know about me i found it Unattractive that he was like, I want to see you twice in a day. Like, uh, that was like a bit too much for me. And when he let go a bit, then I start like wanting the attention. It's so bizarre. But again, I think this goes back to, I guess, my dad. I don't know. I need to just let go of that. I, I don't know. I. Ugh, a lot. Yeah.
1: I care, Felicia. What? <laughs> So there is a lot to unpack here and I'm here for it. I'm like, go get your duffel bag. Let's go. I want to unload all this.
0: (laughs) Maybe I need to text him, but it's like, what is wrong with you? I just don't want to lead anyone on, but also things take time. I feel like now in the dating world, it's like things happen too fast. Like, for example, he was like, you want me to come over? I'm like, no, my apartment's a mess. Like it's too nice to to uh to be inside like i'm i'm not and maybe this is like a slower situation where it's like if we take it slow then i will have physical attraction for him
2: our one of our ideas used to tell us about test driving the car before you buy it and i still think that there's something about that and when you told him that you weren't that, that your house is dirty. You didn't want him to come over. Like I don't think it was really about that. It sounds like you just didn't want to set the tone that he can come over to your place.
0: Yes. Okay, exactly. Okay. So,
2: All right. And so, so he's listening to your, uh, signals that you're sending when you can just say those things, like, I, I want to take it slow or, and you probably already have, I don't know, you know, I haven't, I haven't said that. Okay. So communicating in relationships or dating, can be super hard like complicated if we don't say what's on like what we're thinking yeah
0: I also don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but it's worse that it's worse to um avoid and withhold because he texted me good morning like a few days ago and I just did not respond I just ghosted his ass (laughs) And you wonder
1: why he didn't text you for Valentine's Day.
0: (laughs) So, I don't know. I have, I, you guys, I'm a work in progress.
1: (laughs) I want to see a picture of him too. And you send me a screenshot of Mr. P. Can you do a screenshot of this guy too side by side? I just need it. You can't even
0: compare the two.
1: No, I just want to see
0: just for my, I just like to look. Honestly, I need to like delete Mr. P off my mind because the bar is too high. Like. See, you guys are setting my mind like so high. I I am imagining. I mean, his body is like a Greek God. His skin is beautiful. Also, I was comparing this other dude's skin. Like, like what color would you compare it to? Like his skin, if you had to compare
1: it to something, what would you compare it to?
2: You're going to see the picture.
0: (laughs) I'm just like, I think I'm too Uh, nitpicky, but I think I just, (laughs) I need to like, I guess, text him and apologize for ignoring him.
2: How many days has it been since he texted you?
0: I don't know. I deleted the freaking thread.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You have so much work, Miss Felicia. My mouth
1: just dropped.
2: I know. Oh, my
1: gosh, girl.
0: (laughs) Help me. I need help, you guys. Help
2: Help. We ain't got enough time today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> help me guys. For all the listeners out there, help have okay, grace okay, okay, on I want to this bring it back around, um to our uh,
1: to one of the things that this situationship. I know you asked me, brother, what I think, but I wonder what you think. Do you do you have a similar like a uh, definition or how would you describe a, situ- a situationship?
2: My definition is coming from the New York Times because I just went straight to the the google and then this is the something google. That... <laughs> <Come
1: on.
2: laughs> okay i'm gonna read it because it it touches on what felicia was talking about okay uh but there's something else in there so it says a situationship is a romantic or sexual relationship in which both parties do not communicate clearly to define their status unlike there it with is benefits, Neither party in a situationship is certain of what the other is to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so, so that what I hear from that is that it's uh, like there's a lot of like gray area. There's not a clear communication of what you're wanting, and it's fucking confusing. So, what, like, what, like, why do we do these things to ourselves, you know? And and so I like that. I mean, friends with benefits is cool because everybody knows what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's not like. You don't have to figure it out.
1: I think like what's hard with friends with benefits though, is that sometimes, um, when you get romantic with somebody like sexually it has other feelings and then it's no longer just friends with benefits anymore and it's like you you kind of have these feelings for people and then and then that's when it can kind of like uh merge into a situationship when it's not like being defined anymore like okay well you know we are messing around and we do see each other every day but we don't want to be committed. What? I think
2: that's the spectrum between friends with benefits. And then before you get to, then there's like, it's complicated. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it gets it, to the situation. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you can, it doesn't have to be in that order, but I think that they're like, they're yeah. different levels. No, of it, like it, Right.
0: It definitely different levels for sure. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened to me. Like in the beginning, it was com- the confusion, lack of clarity on what we were then he was like, I just love you like a friend or a sister. Then we were just friends. Then like we hooked up and then, okay, let's be friends with benefits. And then
2: it got muddled again. Yeah. It got com- complicated.
1: Yeah. that I, What I pulled away from your definition too, brother, was um, that it seems like a lot of lack of communication in mm-hmm. um, in a situationship. And that's that's important, that communication. It's always important to say it with your chest.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good place to just to like to to wrap it up, because like we that's a lot to learn in one episode. Right. Like uh, we I have so many more questions for you, Felicia. I'm serious. Like we could stay on this. Uh, well, this we can just ask
0: long. me the question and you can just chop it up for the next one. Oh. We don't
2: have enough time. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then are you going to remember the questions? I'm like, hell, hell yes. Me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I got we, a, a note again, going for you. <laughs> we
1: got a notebook going, a legal pad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, how am I supposed to be in a relationship acting like this,
1: girl? But it's it okay.
0: I'm judging myself. I, I'm too harsh with myself. Yeah, I see
1: you as an amazing person, honestly. Oh, thank like, you so much to you. You know what I mean. That anybody would be lucky to even get a chance to. I'm lucky to get a chance to know you through this podcast right here. So. I don't know.
2: I think, yeah. And I love you. So you you know this. I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, Felicia. We.
0: You want us to say bye, Felicia. It's so funny. Bye,
2: Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs>
0: no.
2: Bye, Felicia. Well, that's about for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix.
1: And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date, or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X.
2: Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else?